0: Uh, you can um, go there and it just asks you a couple of very simple questions like, Hey, what's your name? How, uh, what are you interested in? And we'd love to connect with you, we'd love to invite you to a lunch so that we can get to know you as well. So that would be absolutely brilliant. In a moment, I'm going to ask you if it's your birthday or if it's if you've had an anniversary. The reason I'm going to do that for you is because our amazing team have got chocolate, something similar like this, you don't have to have a picnic. But if you've had a birthday or you've had an anniversary, would you just lift your hand up and give us a wave? Because we want to take a moment to get excited about that. At the back over here, down over here as well. Is that that's? I'm not sure if it's a real one or not. It's gone up a few times. Anyone else? Brilliant over here! Come on, choose one and we give them a great big clap. And some chocolates coming over here. We're coming over here. We're coming, someone over there is moving around, moving target, absolutely as well. Well, if it's your birthday, if it's your wedding anniversary, that's amazing. Actually, I reckon we can do better than that, hey? This is our family. So come on, why don't you just say congratulations? Give them a great big hand. And we're going to pray. Lord, we thank you for them. We pray, Lord, that this is going to be the best year of their life. Lord, we pray you'd bless them. Lord, we pray that you'd bring favour upon them. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Awesome. And we're going to go right now to the really good-looking people on the video news. So why don't you turn your eyes to the screen.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Activate Church.
0: Yeah, and also a big welcome if you're new or watching from Ruakura North or Tuoko campus. It's great to have you with us.
1: Jilly and the ParentLink Link team from Community Link Trust have organised a great event for all parents who need some encouragement, and this is from 6:30 to 7:30 p.m. on the 13th of August. And what's going to happen is the kids get to eat and play at Chipmunks in the cafe for free. While you parents, you get to listen to an experienced panel of speakers and get to learn some incredible tips, some amazing tips on how to raise your children from babies up to young adults. To register for this great opportunity, go to parentproject.pushpayevents.com or look for Community Link Trust on Facebook.
0: Activate Church is a part of a wider movement. Axe Churches New Zealand. And we have the privilege of hosting an Axe Regional Gathering. And so this is happening on the 19th of April, 7:30 pm at Ruakuda Campus. And why don't you come along, be expected in worship and prayer to uplift our region? So that was on the 19th of April, 7:30 pm at Ruakuda Campus. Can't wait to see you there. Well, that's all the notices
1: we have for this week. Yeah, we pray that you encounter God today in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you. Awesome. Welcome everyone to church. Why don't we stand to our feet? Come fill up this little space in here if you want to. We're going to praise our God together. Yeah, let's go. Come on, clip your hands.
2: set me on fire. This joy I feel brings me to life. Let suns of grace fall off my lips. Let suns replay play again and again. And I Oh Just hope that I've found. Once I've you're here with me now. he hears faith let's sing there is a sound there is a sound i love to hear it's the sound of the saviour's rope as he walks into the room where people pray where we hear worship he his faith
3: about is saying, encourage everyone to express yourselves in a new way to God tonight as we worship. Nothing holding me back. We were singing that. Nothing's holding me back. So why don't we express ourselves with a new fervency? You know, the Bible tells us where the, the Holy Spirit dwells in the praises of His. I believe as we push pushing to God a little bit tonight. Come on, He's going to open heaven. He wants to touch your life. He wants to touch the life of every person in this place. And what I'm asking you to do, what I'm encouraging you to do is you take a step toward Him tonight and express yourself. Maybe that means singing like you've never sung. Maybe it means kneeling down. Maybe it means lifting your hands, singing and tongues. T- I don't know. Do it for you. Whatever you feel prompted. Can we see the chorus? Holding me back from Come on, don't spectate. Let's just give ourselves tonight. Your hands, give him all of your attention. Holy Spirit, I ask that you touch every person in this place tonight. No matter where we've come from, what our days been, I ask that you would mark us with your presence. Father, by faith, I declare that tonight's going to change the destiny of some people in this room. For others, it's going to affirm and reaffirm what we already know. But Holy Spirit, I ask that you would stir us in such a way that when we go out the doors tonight, something is different about how we approach tomorrow that every single one of us would hear a whisper or a shout from heaven. That tonight would be a step closer to you. Would be a step forward with you. I was praying I just saw someone scratching their head and it was like man I'm confused I've been going this way and I think I've just heard God saying to me to go that way and can I encourage you to wrestle with that when that happens tonight if that's you because it's God speaking to you it doesn't necessarily mean that the way you've been facing was wrong but it does mean you're stepping into a new season going to draw you in a different direction. In fact, I think it's several people in this place. And I want to encourage you to wrestle with what God's saying tonight. Because if you wrestle with what God's saying tonight and what God's doing tonight, tonight could well be one of those times when you look back and go, I remember where God spoke to me. I remember when He touched my life. I remember when He commanded me. I can remember when He Promoted me when he gave me a nudge and for some of you that's going to be tonight so by faith Lord we open our hearts speak to us we embrace what you're doing what you're wanting to do Father I ask that there is a yes and amen a willingness found in the spirit of every person in this place to pursue you with all of our beings in Jesus name Amen Amen well, good evening. Doing all right? Great. Hey, it's really nice to have Josh and Sean here from Christchurch. Fantastic. Pastor <laughs> Josh is doing a phenomenal job down there leading Activate Church in Christchurch City. Which I was down there the other day. I saw Brad. How many of you remember Brad? Was he, Yeah, Bradley. Bradley, he was down there. He's pumping. He's doing good. And um, it's almost like he likes me. Actually, he's a brave man, as Bradley. He was wearing a Chiefs jersey in the middle of Christchurch in church. that's brave. That is brave right there, eh? Yeah. Hey, why don't you say hello to a couple of people around you and encourage them that God is going to speak tonight. God is going to speak. I just need a gauge. How many of you were here this morning? Give me a wave. Oh, not that many. Great. I'll try not to say exactly the same thing, but I want to cover the same topic because I think God is in it. And so today we start a new series. Today we finished our series in the book of Luke. And today we're starting a new series uh, and a new theme called Back to the Future. Back to the Future. And I really feel this is a prophetic theme and I could prophesy what god I felt God was saying to me when he was speaking to me about this uh, theme and this is what I believe he wants to do. He wants to say this to us. Let me pull you back into the reality and the truth of Pentecost in order to prepare and launch you into your future. How many of you know the book of... Thank you, Josh. Boy, I like you. I'm going to read that again because the rest of you are obviously asleep. Otherwise, you would have responded the same way, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, ready? I want you to hear, if you know the book of Luke, you'll get this. But Pentecost, I believe when he's talking about Pentecost, he's also talking about the birth of the church, the events that birthed the church as we know it. So I really feel he's saying, let me pull you back into the reality and the truth of Pentecost, in order to prepare and launch you into your future. That's good, eh? Yeah. How many of you actually believe you've got a future in God? How many of you believe God's got a future for you? Yeah, all of us should have our hands up. God is incredibly interested in you. He's got a plan and a purpose. Look, if God hasn't got a plan and a purpose for your life, I have. God's got a plan and a purpose for your life. He loves you and He knows all of your days. All of them. He knows every heartbeat that you've got. And He's got purpose for you to live and purpose for you to step into. If you want to have a mediocre life and just cruise, do it your way. But if you want a life that's really hard and full of passion and hope and possibilities, do it God's way. Do it God's way. Some of you don't like that, do you? Because I said the word hard. I tell you what, an easy life's not worth living. It might look good on this side of it, but you're in the middle of easy. There's no reason to get up. You know, I lay, I lay in bed this morning, and, um, and sadly this is how some of our, uh, us live our lives. I lay in bed this morning, and I had said to Jan, I'm getting up and going to the gym. Well, I went to the gym, but I went in my mind... I lay there, I saw myself doing press-ups. I saw myself striding it out. I saw myself doing those stupid sit-up things that hurt your stomach. I saw it all, and I didn't do any of it. Not one. Actually, I lie. I did. I got out of bed and did press-ups when I finally rolled out. That was pretty good, eh? That was pretty good. Yeah, I was pleased. I was pleased. I reckon I could do more than some of you. There's some of you I would not have a competition with but others of you I'd just choose carefully I'd choose carefully who I chose probably choose Tim I wouldn't do that to Tim publicly it's not fair it's not fair I'm so much older than him anyway anyway Many of us live our lives like that. Imagining all the great things we could do, but we never do them. We're quite happy to think about it and imagine it, but we don't actually do it. You know, we're part of a movement, we're part of a movement called Axe Churches. And Axe Churches was birthed out of the revival in Wales in 1904 to 1906. And you know what the result of that revival was? People got on ships and boats, and they came to New Zealand, and they planted churches. The result of the 1904, because some of you are going, history, oh, spare us. I know, but 1904 to 1906, stuff happened there where God got hold of people and motivated them, and the result of that is that you're sitting here tonight. That's an amazing thought. We didn't suddenly go, oh, a church would be good in Hamilton and a building and chairs and everything dropped out of heaven and just arrived. It was a process. And do you know what the process was? The process was people and generation after generation saying yes to God. Not only did they say yes to God, they did it. They weren't like me this morning. They didn't lie in their bed dreaming about what it could be. They actually got on ships. They got on boats. They came to the other side of the world. I know a story of one of the Welsh pastors in our movement in the early days, um, Billy Pearson, Pastor Billy Pearson. He's a wonderful man. Met him several times. And it is said of him that God spoke to him. This is in Wales. God spoke to him one day and said, Billy, I want you to go to New Zealand. And Billy said, okay, Lord, but I just need to ask my wife first. He went home. He walked up the stairs, and as he got to the front door, the front door opened, and it was his wife standing there, and she said, yes, Billy, God's spoken to me too. Yes, we'll go. They came to New Zealand. They spent their whole lives here ministering, building the church of God because God asked them to do it. How easy would it have been just to to stand there and go, hmm, well, that's a novel idea. We could do that. Maybe we could. I want to talk to us about the call of God tonight. Because here's the thing, when you gave your life and you gave your life to Jesus when you became a disciple, not just your head or your heart, you gave your life to Jesus. I hope someone told you that when you gave your life to Jesus, that you were giving him your everything, all of your days, your passions, your direction, your purpose. When you gave your life to Jesus, he exchanged that and gave you a calling. He said, "Fantastic, Sheridan. Now you are mine. I've got stuff for you to do. That's what we call a call. I've got stuff for you to do." But he only—he didn't only say that to me. He said that to every person in this room. When you said yes to Jesus, he said, "Come on, we can do some stuff together." I—I've um, been privileged to spend way too much time on airplanes, and I can remember. Lots of occasions where I've felt freaked out by the mass of the crowd that I'm in. Um, not not freaked out because the size of the crowd freaked me out, but I just become overwhelmed with the sense of hopelessness that these people don't know Jesus. I can remember being in, in China, uh, in different places in China. There's a lot of people in China. And and, and I've been in crowds. I can remember being in China on the subway. How do you stand on the subway? This would be Jan. Group hug. hug. That's what Jan calls it. In fact, she says to everyone on the subway in China, group hug, everybody, group hug, because you're like this. It's crazy. Like the train pulls up and the doors open and you go, it's full. No, it's not. They have people that stand at the train station who just push you all on. And it goes from like this, you can hardly breathe. It's quite good that you're. Anyway, the. Now, change, change my mind. Don't need to say that. The... I get in these situations sometimes and I just feel overwhelmed by the sense of hopelessness, the sense of loss, the sense of what are we doing as believers? We want to see these people come to Christ, but this is a hopeless task. There's so many people going about their world without any sense of God consciousness, but they're going. But God has spoken to me on several occasions and reminded me that actually all I've got to do is what he's called me to do, but not do it half-heartedly. I need to throw myself into it with all of my being. No plan Bs. Just throw myself into it. I remember when I was, um, I spoke this morning when I was in Harrods, and he said to me, I was overwhelmed with the crowd there, and, and he said to me, Sheridan, if, if everybody actually did what I asked them to do, there would be no problem. But they don't. And then he said, Sheridan, but I'm asking you to give yourself to what I'm asking of you. Now, that's a personal request to me. But he makes the same personal request to you. Yeah. Give yourself to the call of God, to the purposes of God. You'll never regret it. I'm telling you now. Ne- I'm promising you it won't be easy too. But nothing that's worthwhile is easy. Yeah. I, uh, I was on my exercycle which Gems mocks me about. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I work my exercycle hard. Really hard. I bet she couldn't keep up with me. See, I beat her and Tim today. They're younger, they probably thrash me. Anyway, I was on my exercycle. I can't even remember what I was telling you that. What was I telling you? Got any idea? Were you in my head? Any idea? Working hard on my exercycle. Working hard on my, I have to come back to it. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right, don't worry. There's plenty where that came from. I think it's bad out there, you want to live in here. i tell you, it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. So the Welsh Revival happened 1904, 1906. There's these amazing stories. There's stories of judges walking around Wales with white gloves on. And the white gloves meant that they had no court cases that day. That's how much the society had changed. The, the, the courts were empty. There's stories of the pubs being closed for drinking and open for prayer. That's amazing. That is a, that is a community. That is a nation being impacted by the gospel. There's stories of the horses in the mines not being able to, to operate like they used to because the miners suddenly started talking nice to them instead of cursing them because God had touched their lives and radically transformed their attitudes. Friends, this is the move. This is the revival that our movement came out of. About the same time, the Azusa Street thing was going on in America. I think AOG may have come out of that. But for the, for the, um, out of the Welsh revival was Elam Church. Was the ex-churches and apostolic we were, but ex-churches who we are. And my prayer is that we carry the same DNA today that we were birthed with. The problem is you get a few generations down the line, which is where we are. And we can forget what we were birthed out of. Yeah. We can forget that God was radically touching society. What did He have to do in Wales to get to get people that were working in mines so on fire for him that they got on boats and came right round the world. Now that sounds nice, but I don't think it was. Right round to the other side of the world. Their goal was to belt the globe with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's exactly what they did. And I say thank you, thank you, thank you because that is why we're here. In New Zealand, the movement started to take off and you know, by the 1920s, they had apostles and prophets were here in New Zealand and in Australia and within 6 months we had churches in Wellington, Nelson, Blenheim, New Plymouth, Tikawiri, Auckland and Onihanga and then a few months later they had churches in Dargaville, Hastings, Christchurch, Greymouth, Hamilton and more. That's crazy. That's people that God's got a hold of. Talked of John Hewitt coming in and um, hiring the trade hall in Wellington for meetings on Sunday nights and within a few months there were over 700 people in those meetings which then became the Apostolic Church Movement of New Zealand, which is now the Acts Churches Movement of New Zealand. This is our history. This is our legacy. This is what we live in. I don't know about you, but I want my life to leave a legacy that goes way out there somewhere. I don't want to come, have a few breaths, smell a few roses, uh, say a few nice things, and that's it all over. Thank you. Go to be with Jesus. I actually want to do something with my life that's going to impact generations to come. What about you? What about you? Are you prepared to settle for mediocre? Are you prepared to settle for ordinary? If God's called you to be a doctor, be a doctor. If God's called you to be a teacher, be a teacher. Be the best, the very best. If God's called you to be a plumber, be a plumber and be the best. You know Smith Wigglesworth, who is a famous uh, evangelist, just saw incredible things. Actually, uh, it was it Smith Wigglesworth was one of the, the first people that really moved powerfully in the Holy Spirit when he visited this country. Smith Wigglesworth wasn't an eloquent man. He was a plumber who was filled with the power of God. What could you do if you're filled with the power of God? What could you do if you said yes to Jesus? What could you do if you said, Lord, I'm going to do that. You heard him, maybe take some wise counsel would be good. But you heard him and you said, okay, Lord, I'm going to give my life to that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to step into that. You see, the call of God doesn't just miraculously happen. The call of God is an invitation or an instruction from God to you to line yourself up with his will and his purpose. I didn't get up one day and think, I'm going to be a leader the church and just do it it didn't happen like that God spoke to Jan and I we went and trained we did all sorts of things we served here we served there we served everywhere some of it we loved some of it we hated some of it just really ticked me off but at the whole time God was forming something in us and creating something in us so that when the time came we could step into what he had asked us to do what's he called you to do There's some world change, there's some country changes in this room. If God's called for you to do that, don't don't back out. If God's put some radical stuff in your head and you're going, Man, I'm sure that's God, don't back out. Please. Not even for your own sake, but for the rest of us in the generations to come. Just say, Yes, God, yes, God. I'll do that. What's it look like? I'll do that. These churches came, these churches were planted. Significant churches were birthed out of this Welsh revival. A New Zealand church has gone back and helped plant movements in Papua New Guinea and other places. Amazing things have happened. And you and I now live in the legacy of what they did. Actually, we live in the legacy of their yes, Lord. That's what we live in. That's that's what we live in. And I say thank you. Thank you so much. So what is the call of God? Let me simplify the call of God for you. Not because you're simple, but just to, I really want you to be able to catch it. The call of God is the direction and request of God as applied to you personally. Or us corporately. But tonight I really want you to apply it to yourself personally. The call of God is the direction and the request of God as applied to you personally. In other words, what's God asking of you? i got no idea. But I bet you do. Maybe you don't yet. Maybe that's the miracle that's going to take place tonight is that God is going to drop something into your spirit. And you're going to go, wow, could I do that, Lord? The answer is yes. You give yourself to him fully. The answer is yes. I'm... uh, incredibly challenged when I think of what's happening in heaven. I like dreaming about heaven. Anyone else like he- dreaming? dreaming? Oh, not many of you. you. should dream about heaven. It's amazing. It motivates you. It really does. Because I don't know your pictures of heaven but mine's not singing in choir robes all the time because that would drive me nuts. It really would because those people are probably singing country music which makes it even worse. <laughs> For me, heaven's going to be an awesome place. It's going to be fantastic, full of life and energy and wonderful thing. And there won't be country music. That's the other place. And <laughs> oh, Some of you like country. I'd pray hard. Pray hard. And, um, but I, I think of heaven, and I think like today, you know, Jesus is going to the angels. Hey, angels, there's a bit of a stir going down there at, at, at Activate Church today. What's going on? The angels kind of peer over the edge and go, Oh, yep, yep. Oh, it's Sheridan. He's getting fired up for you. Yep, he's getting stirred up for you. No, he's getting stirred up. It's pretty good. And then Jesus looks back at them and goes, Ah, no, don't worry about it. It's just Sheridan. He never does anything with that. He gets excited and does nothing. I don't know what testimony you want in heaven, but I want mine to be. Did you say Sheridan? Yeah. Fantastic! We better resource that because he won't give up until he's finished. He won't take no for an answer. If he knows we've said it, he'll do it. I wonder what the testimony is in heaven about you. You can do it. Yes, you can. You can do it. So the call of God is an amazing thing. In the book of Matthew, he says uh, Jesus came to his disciples and he said, I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The point is that Jesus came and said to all of his disciples, go and make disciples. So that's the call. All of us. Go make disciples. That's the call. The only thing that is up for debate there is where? You're called. Yeah? Do you get it? You're really scared. You look at me with eyes that look terrified. Do you get it? You're called. If you're a disciple of Jesus, you're called. He said to you, he's the king of kings, the lord of lords. The one, in other words, don't argue with him. He, he said, go make disciples. So what should we be doing? You can talk back. Making disciples, yeah? So the only thing that's up for debate in there is where we're going to make disciples. So that... The question becomes, well, Lord, is that to my neighbour or is that to, like, the other side of the planet? That's the question. I wonder what he's saying to you. For some of you here, it'll be the other side of the planet. That's pretty cool if that's what he's wired you for. You don't need to be scared. If that's what he's wired you for, that'll be awesome. Not necessarily easy, but awesome. It'll be awesome. For some of you, he's wired you for your neighbours. You're like the kings and queens of your street. And God has anointed you to bring the good news of the gospel of peace to your street, to your neighborhood, to your home, to your workplace. The thing is, we've just got to do something with it. I hope you're getting the message. We've got to do something with it. The people that got on ships and came over to New Zealand and planted this movement did something. They acted on what God had said to them, and they did it, and some of them didn't go home, ever. And all sorts of things happened along the way, but they did it. I don't want to live a mediocre life. I'd rather crash and burn, I pray I don't, but I'd rather crash and burn, giving Jesus my everything, than get into heaven and go, well... I was really pretty half-hearted about everything. You know Reinhard Bonnke, the, the great evangelist? You heard of him? He's probably accredited his ministry to seeing the most people saved ever. Something like 100 million people have come to Christ because of his ministry. Amazing. But you know, he wrote in, in, in his uh, biography, he, it, it was written that Reinhard said when God asked him, would he give his life for the people of Africa and sharing the gospel in Africa? It's said that God said to him, Reinhard, you're my third choice. I've asked two others and they wouldn't do it. Imagine being the other two. And you know that God's asked you to do that. and it's not. But you can see Reinhard doing it. Or worse still, you get to heaven. And Jesus goes, well, Sheridan, how did we go? And I go, oh, all right. I think, no, it wasn't actually all right. I asked you to do that. You said, no. Have you seen what Reinhardt's done? That was yours. But you didn't say yes. I don't know about you. I don't want to miss out on what God's got for my life. Quite selfish about that. Quite selfish. I I, I want everything that he's got for my life. I want to do well with what he's got for my life. Because I don't have a plan B. This is it. If you think, would you shut up already? No, this is my plan A. This is all I've got. Encourage you, Jesus said. Provoke you. But the problem with today's generations is, yes, Lord, I will serve you, but I've just got to do this or I've just got to do that. Yeah, Lord, I'll serve you, but I've just got to go to university. Oh, Lord, I'll serve you, but I just want to get married. Oh, Lord, Lord, I'll serve you, but I just need to save that nest egg so that everything will be okay. Oh, Lord, I want to serve you, but I just need to wait for the kids to be a bit older. Lord, I want to serve you, but sometimes I think Jesus probably looks down and goes, but I'll kick your butt. Come on, let's get on with this thing. We're a bit of a butt generation. We're good at talking about it. We're good at thinking about it. We're good at having our opinion about it. But how about if we were a church that was known at being good at doing it? That would be cool. That would be amazing. I think the music team should come back. Otherwise, I'm just going to get really wound up. Inactivate language. Discovering the call of God, we call that finding your lane. But you know, when you find your lane, you've got to drive on it. That's the deal. You've got to drive on it. I'm yet to meet the doctor that hasn't gone to medical school. You know, you feel the call of God. I think God's calling me to medicine. That's fantastic. What are you going to do about it? You're just going to think about it? You're going to go to medical school. You're going to do good in your exams, go to medical school. Now, I think God's calling me to be a builder. Awesome. What are you going to do about it? an apprenticeship I think God's calling me to be a nurse what are you going to do about it, what have you got to do to be a nurse I think God's calling me to be an accountant, I better go and get a degree and I better try hard at mass, that helps too I think God's calling me to be a pastor fantastic I better go to Bible college I think God's calling me to be a missionary fantastic, I'm going to go to missionaries college What is it that God's calling you to? Because my challenge to us tonight is to take the next step, not just to go, yeah, God, I I believe you're calling me to that. My challenge is let's take the next step toward that. You might be 15 and you're going, well, I can't go to medical school yet. I'm not old enough. That's okay. Take the next step toward it. What's the next step look like? Probably doing really good with your grades. That could be the next step, eh? Working hard at school. Whatever the next step is, why don't we tonight say, yes, Lord. My yes is yes. And I'm going to do it. I'm not just going to think about it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the next step into what you're calling I can remember when Jan and I took the next step to go to Bible college. We both had to quit our jobs. We'd been married for a little while. We'd just got a house. We were poor. Man, we were poor, eh? We were really poor that year. Look, we were so poor that year. Like a major outing for us was to share a bottle of chips. Actually, most of our outings were we went to Kapiti Cheese because they had free samples. We were poor. I'm telling you, really poor. But we'd heard clearly that this is what God wanted us to do. So what do we do? Sit there and think about it for the rest of our lives? I, I met this girl, and I felt madly in love with her. And I really wanted to marry her. If I'd just thought about that and done nothing... I'll probably be a grumpy old man right now, grumpier than I am. I had to do something, and look where it got me. Awesome, awesome. And this next week, we'll be married 29 years. That's pretty cool, eh? But I had to do something. It didn't just happen. What's God asking of you? Where's God leading you? What's the call of God on your life? If you've got no idea what the call of God is, I'm going to pray for you shortly that He would start just to drop that and plant those seeds so you can have a clarity to walk towards. But others, others of us in this place, we know what God's called us to We're just not doing anything with that. Well, how about tonight? Did all that change? Okay, tonight. Tonight, tonight. Lord? I know what you're calling to me. I know the direction you've got me going in. What's the next step? Am I making that as clear as possible? There's nothing vague about that, eh? What's the next step? I'm not promising you an easy life. In fact, you might just make life a whole lot harder for yourself by following Jesus. But it's a life of purpose, a life of hope, a life of joy, a life of peace, a life in close connection with your maker, a life that he's designed you to walk. A life that when you walk into heaven, you will be in slaps on the back. Well done, good and faithful servant. That was awesome. I saw you struggling, but you kept pushing through. Awesome. I asked you to go the mile and you said, no, Lord, I'll go too. doing it all for an audience of one I think if you're under 30 tonight this message is a life changer I do because you can settle for a career that'll make you comfortable you can settle for a career or a life pathway that will pay well you can settle for a pathway because your parents thought it was a good idea. And I'm not saying to dishonor your parents. Or you can search the heart of God and say, God, what have you designed me for? Because I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I, I implore you, do that. Do that. We could change the world with this many people if we did that. you're prepared to say yes Lord and do something about it, take the next step I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet in just a moment I don't want you to stand to your feet if you just think that would be a good idea or the person next to you stood to their feet I think that's ripping off what God's saying tonight but if you're prepared to say Lord I want to do what you've called me to do and I'm going to take the next step whatever that is and the next step might be you've got no idea what the next step is and you need to talk to someone of wisdom to help you work that out that is the next step if you're prepared to say Lord yes and I am going to take the next step why don't you stand right where you are now You stood by faith. I'm going to pray for you in a minute. If you stood by faith, but you've got no idea what the call of God is on your life, would you be brave enough to come down the front? I want to pray for you as a group separately. I'm believing that tonight God is going to plant some seeds. There's going to be a word in season for you that's going to release some direction in your life. I know that takes a bit more boldness to standing in your seat, but you can do it. guys really excite me. I mean, you all excite me. But you guys really excite me. Because it takes some courage to say yes, Lord, when you don't know what you're saying yes to. Except you know you're saying yes to the King of Kings, the good Father that we sang about. The one who's got you. The one who created you. The one who's got purpose for you. Has designed you for purpose. I'm going to pray for everyone. Then and ask some leaders to come amongst you guys and we're going to pray for you and if they've got a prophetic word actually I'd like you to pray in pairs if that's all right when you're praying for people pray in pairs and um, that will be good. Father I thank you for every person standing tonight every person saying yes to you. Father I thank you for every person tonight that's saying yes we'll do it we'll take the next step Holy Spirit, I ask that you would release revelation in this place, that you would speak tonight to every person in the name of Jesus, that you would show us very, very clearly what the next step we need to take is. We open our hearts to Him. Come on. Don't overthink. Just stand in. And- listen father I ask even in this moment by your spirit drop thoughts into people's minds in Jesus name supernaturally dreams visions, ideas purpose in Jesus name father for these the ones who do not know what your call is but are saying yes Father, I ask that you, by your Spirit, would release ideas and thoughts, that you would speak, that you would open spiritual eyes, spiritual ears in Jesus' name, that you'd blow mindsets in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, that you would come, plant seeds in Jesus' name, release purpose in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, that a clarity would come, Clarity would come in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God, that you would release purpose tonight. This place, clarity, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. The leaders want to come and pray with these ones down the front here. It would be fantastic.
2: All right, thanks Josh.
3: reach out to these ones, come on, let's pray let's worship Jesus let's pray let's release the power, the presence of God
0: It. Come on, we've been hearing today, we're going to take this step. But if that's you, say, you're available. The Bible says that Jesus says, what do you want? A blind man has to say, I want to see. So if you're here today and you're saying, I'm available, what do you start to declare that to him tonight? There's you today saying, God, you can have it all. The Holy Spirit is moving in people's lives right now. Someone is t- talking to you about the impact you're going to have through counsel. There's someone here today, he's speaking afresh into your business and say, your business hasn't made it yet. I've got more in store for your business. I wanna use that business to bless community. I wanna use that business to, to change people's lives. There's someone here tonight And God's speaking into your life and saying, you're, you're gonna become an intern. God's gonna start to take you on a journey and he's gonna train you up like Pastor Sheridan was saying here. And He's going to show you different things. And you're going to step out. And God's going to do a miracle in your life. Come on, if that's you, just lift your hands as we sing. Come on, tell God today, Lord, I'm here, but would you give me a picture? Lord, I'm here, Lord, but would you give me a plan? Lord, I'm here, Lord, would you give me a vision? Lord, I'm declaring tonight, I'm walking out of here different because of an God's speaking to you tonight and He's saying, I'm going to do the greatest things in this next season. There's a verse in Habakkuk that says, I have heard of your deeds and I stand in awe of your goodness. God, do it again in my time, do it again in my day. And I declare that the great things that you've heard of the past and there's other people in the room here today, You've heard of the Welsh Revival. You've heard of what God's done in the zoos, the street. We've heard of amazing, amazing things. But God's gonna do them again in our time. And God's gonna do them again in our day. And God's gonna do them again in our nation. And He's gonna do it in our university. And He's gonna do it in your school. And He's gonna do it in your family. I declare over you today, Craig, that the next years you're gonna say, God, I'm not sure how we ended up here, but Lord, I'm available. And there's others here today. Don't walk out of here thinking that was a nice meeting. Walk out of here going, God, I'm praying for that. And I'm believing for that. Come on, tonight, why don't we give God a great big hand? What an amazing God we serve. Come on, I reckon we can do better than that. Activate. Now, there's someone in this room and your brain's trying to just knock out the last 10 minutes of what's been going on. Man, what am I gonna tell mum and dad? How am I gonna, how am I gonna work this out financially? I'm sure Pastor Sheridan would be able to uh, share with you the same. Pastor Jan would be able to say the same. But there's been times when you've said yes and the next day you're like, I'm not sure how it's all gonna work together. And that's when you know it was a God dream if you could do it by yourself you wouldn't have to trust in God. And if the dream's bigger than you, I reckon you might just be exactly in the right place. I would encourage you go and see one of your if you're a youth, go and see one of your youth leaders. Start to talk to them about it. If you're if you're young adults, go and talk to someone. If you're part of activate, go and find someone and say, hey, this is what I've been thinking. It sounds Bigger than me, and you know what? I reckon you're on the right track, and we'd love to be able to journey with that. Maybe you could take a step. There would be a step that you could take if you're here today and you're saying, You know what? I want to step out. Do you know that Activate have amazing, amazing courses and programs? We have, uh, we have, um, what's it called again? I just forgot. We have a whole lot of them. You can come out on a Monday, we have our training activate education where you can come and get trained up if you're here and you're saying, you know what, I wanna step out. We would love you to help take that next step with you as well. Wanna remind you, if you're a newcomer here today, we're so great that you came and joined with us. We'd love to be able to meet you. If you didn't grab one of our newcomers packs on the way in there, make sure you grab one on the way out. There's some at the back there under that amazing spotlight. And then you can also uh, go out into the fornia, but talk to one of our team or make sure you send us those details. We'd love to be able to connect with you. I want to let you know, if you're giving into Activate, if you're if you're giving your tithe back into the house, we want to thank you so much. Do you know what? We get to do amazing things all over this city and our region and the nation because of your giving if that's you today we want to thank you so much there's a whole lot of ways you can give out there you talk to someone in the foyer and they'll help you out to be able to do that if you would love to jump on this journey to do that with us as well. After the gathering tonight, if you go out into the foyer, we've got hot dogs, and we'd love to be able to meet with you, so don't rush off from here. Um, We've got a final song. Hey, I feel like there's a bit of a praise in here today. Luke's excited. The youth, are we gonna have a final song? Wow, is there any youth here? No youth here? Young adults, are we gonna have a final song? They are a lot more excited than the youth. Come on, let's go.
1: Come on, let's go out of this place, party. Come on, clap the end.
2: It set me on fire This joy I feel Brings me to life The To play again and again